memories and cards. Come and partake in other people's memories with our wide assortments of old yearbooks and prom dresses. Get that little gal or boy the vintage typewriter they have always wanted. And this week only, we have a special deal in honor of this episode of the Radcast. If you call it in now, we can import the finest, most valuable collection of 70s baseball cards. They are still at my parents' house, so as soon as my mother returns my calls, I can get them sent here for you. So come on down now, because girls love geeks who uh, are like cards, hobbies, and antiques. And now, the Radcast. In five, four, three, two. Extreme close-up! Children behave And that's what they say when we're together And what do they say? Breathing the town and just running and running just as fast as we can Oh my god. So stupid. Oh, sure is raining cats and dogs out there. Yeah, big trouble in little China. Yeah. Man, it's raining cats and dogs sure out there. Sure is raining there. cats and dogs out there. Yeah, great movie. Great I love movie. that movie. Great movie. Great movie. Uh-oh, I'm malfunctioning. Great movie. Great, great movie. movie. Great, it's great, great movie. It is it's raining outside, it's, though. Yeah, Wapner, Wapner. It's raining on Wapner. I like this weather. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice and calm. We got a nice little jack-o'-lantern going on in the background. Because yeah. Halloween's coming up. Yep, this we, is the last... Well, second to last day of August. Yeah, last Friday in August. Yeah. So you know what that means, Friday the 13th. Ye- yes. Today yeah. is Friday the 13th. It is Friday Shake the 13th. Shake my hand. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats on making it this far. Congrats on shaking my hand. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the Radcast, <laughs> Thank <everybody>. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. And today's episode, we're going to be talking... I'm yet. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to be talking about trading cards. Trading cards. We're going to touch on trading cards of all shapes and sizes, of all styles. I mean, anything that was a licensed property kind of in the 80s and the 90s. TV, movies. And even in the 70s with like Star Wars and stuff like that. So, I mean, all the way back into this. TJ Hooker. Yeah, exactly. Chips. Okay, we'll get into it. (laughs) So, into the, the, the middle of the century into the end of it, anything and everything was pretty much trading cards. Mm -hmm. But what we're going to really emphasize today are the ones that we grew up with, and that were the sports trading cards. Mm -hmm. It's baseball, hockey, football. Um, We're going to talk a little bit kind of how we collected them, how fun it was to collect them, what we did with them, and why we collected them. them. I mean, it's just, it's going to be quite a a nice discussion. I hope so. I hope so, too. You know, Jeremy... Our friend Jeremy Weed, who's mm-hmm. been on the, the podcast mm-hmm. before, um, 
he proposed this thought to me. He's like, stay with me. Did you ever think that Elvis impersonators aren't that way because of Elvis? And I like looked at him. I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, no, no. Like it just so like it was kind of right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, I think he meant like these people already had an identity crisis kind of and, and Elvis was just what they like saw for, like it was just yeah. was happenstance that they caught Elvis. So it was like, it, you know, maybe, you know, split second difference, butterfly effect, you know, an Elvis impersonator could be like a Tommy Lee Jones impersonator. Exactly. Now. You know, they need to find something to obsess over and be yeah, fanatical. Exactly. About. I he, gotcha. He'll have a, an occupancy in Vegas mm. just saying, we need you to look at every outhouse, boathouse, outhouse, penthouse, penthouse. Yeah, the fugitive. <laughs> Good and then, look. And he, he's got a residency scene, makes a million dollars and people come and cheer and <laughs> stands on the strip with a, with a, a sandwich board. <laughs> they have a house band behind them. <laughs> we need every outhouse, penthouse, penthouse, Yep, and then he like does a twirl every now and then. <laughs> Buffalo, or no, uh, it was a. Uh, oh, great mayor, she ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she yeah, used to be. the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. So we're gonna so, talk about sports cards, and I promise yeah, we're gonna. I just gonna, had that thought. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's you. You never know. You never mm-hmm. know with people's mental states. But we are gonna get into trading cards here in just a second, um, and we're also gonna get into a new segment. But Matt, before we get into that new segment, why don't you let everybody know where they can find us? Yeah. So on social media, please go give us a follow mm-hmm. on Instagram at at the Radcast, and Cast is with a K. On Twitter, we're at TRadcast, mm-hmm. so T for the, still Radcast with a K. On Facebook, it's the Radcast, so go like us on Facebook, mm-hmm. give us a follow, or just like us. Either one, doesn't matter. Um, does matter. Yeah. Uh, but um, it does matter. You can go find us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Go give us a follow. Um, go download, download, excuse me, on Apple Podcast, um, Stitcher, Pod Bay. There was one that I saw the other day that I made a note of. Um, but any pretty much there's so many major podcast mm-hmm. outlets out there that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. We're pretty much our RSS feed feeds out to those. Right. So go give us a download, follow, whatever means of getting updates of new episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we'll have YouTube soon. Yeah. We can at least yeah. get some subscribers there. And mm-hmm. make sure wherever you're following us, if there's an option for ratings and reviews, make sure to please give us a five-star yeah. rating, give us a review. Um, it's not for our egos. Uh, it's just the, the way the algorithm algorithms are set yeah. up. It just kind of how you get visibility is yeah. your influx of five star reviews. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, hopefully it's something you also feel that sure. we deserve, yeah. you know? Sir, absolutely. Yeah. So that that's kind of walking that line, but the way that these algorithms work, it's, it's kind of tough not to almost beg for five stars, right. but I mean, we work our butts off and, you know, hopefully it shows. Um, I know we can be stupid sometimes, yeah. but you can't uh, see me now, but my butt is gone. Yep. It's gone. Sold it. It's gone. I've worked it off. Yep. So like I said, we're going to have, we have a new segment now. It's called scathing synopsis. Sounds like a Michael Crichton novel. Exactly. Or Tom Clancy. Yeah. 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 Uh, so pretty much or just a Boutrock Beauregard. Boutrock. You Boutrock Troy. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, pretty much what it is, it's a segment to where Matt and I are going to take movie. We pretty much, like and find something that we enjoy in all movies except for like 
Christian movies and yeah. like the ultra conservative family movies yeah. with like the family video dollar rentals yeah, feature films for family types. Those. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like some of the kid dollar rentals like yeah. Ninja dog and stuff yeah, like that. Like that stuff. Like they already shot themselves. It's, so in the stupid. it's the stuff that like the ultra conservative families that we grew up around. They're like, now nah, that's a good movie. Yeah. It's like, God, like, you have a stick up your ass. Yeah, gag me with a spoon. Yeah. Um, so here it is. It's called The Scathing Synopsis, and today's movie is the 2009 Academy Award-nominated film The Blind, Blind Side. Side. So it's a movie about an impoverished African-American teen who gets adopted by a rich white family and learns to protect the quarterback's blind side. So it stars uh, Sandra, Bullock, Sandra Bullock, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw. and also has uh, Lily Collins in it, where up to this point, the only thing she was known for was being a twinkle in her daddy, Phil Collins' eye. Um, rumor is rumor is that in the, the hospital when she was born, he wanted to name her Susu Studio, but the doctor was like, what? Lily? <laughs> and Phil Collins is like, what'd you say? But the doctor was gone, so <laughs> the a, damage had been done. It's a comedy of errors. Yeah. So uh, it also has uh, some little twerp who plays a character named SJ. SJ, which is stupid. Yeah, and then a uh, newcomer, t- Quentin Aaron, as Michael Hoare. Um, <laughs> uh, so the family who adopts Michael is the Tui family. Um, <laughs> Tui. And they own a bunch of Taco Bells and shit. Uh, <laughs> which, honestly, if you want to watch a movie that Sandra, uh, where Sandra Bullock eats Taco Bell, just watch, watch Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. Exactly. See, they know about him because he was accepted into a private school that apparently little kids go to as well. Um, and uh, little 10-year-old SJ, uh, the son of the Tuies, uh, <laughs> befriends him. Uh, matter of fact, until I saw him interacting with kids his own age, I thought they actually thought Michael was so dumb they put him in the fourth grade, even though he's like a massive seventeen-year-old. Uh, so SJ like tells his mom it's like raining outside, and they see Michael just walking on the side of the road with no covering, walking wherever, and uh, and who knows, and uh, whatever. Sandra Bullock's character rolls down the window. She's like, "Big Mike." Do you have somewhere to stay tonight? You have somewhere to stay tonight. And uh, it'd be funny if uh, he's like, no, ma'am. She's like, like, oh, that stinks. And then rolls her window up and drives drives off. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) Um, So he's a massive 17-year-old. The thing, too, is they make him, like, look really dumb. And yeah. doesn't know how to play football. Yeah. And um, the real Michael Orr is like, I knew how to play football. Yeah. And this it, little white lady didn't teach me how to play yeah, football. Like, he became good because he learned how to play by himself and like yeah. learned by himself. And also, he I don't think he was dumb. He may not have done well in school, but they had he had to Doesn't be put through dumb. rigorous yeah. academic tests to get into the private school right. that he went to. Right. Uh, so obviously he got in, but uh, sh- like he might not have been great. But he was good at athletics, and he wasn't some simpleton who didn't know how to play football. Yeah. So, anyway, Tim McGraw is shaven and isn't wearing his hat, so he looks like a baby. <laughs> and also, Kathy Bates is in this movie, and no feet get mangled, so what the hell? Yeah, exactly. And then, James uh, Conn shows He's like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please. Annie, please Annie, don't do it. Please. Please. Annie, it'd be decent of you if you didn't do it. And Ed, Grimley, say. Ed Grimley shows up. He's yeah. like, Annie, you don't want to do it, I must say. Um, and, she, and if she's going to be in a football movie, she needs to be telling Michael that fool's ball's the devil. Yeah. Yeah. So It's funny you mentioned that because you said he had to go through rigorous academic testing. And mm-hmm. it, it thought there'd be funny. It's like in the water boy where Michael's taking a test. He looks over and shit. 
is uh, like Little Miss Tui, like yeah. Sandra Bullock. Hawk has Tui. A, has a sign that says, want me to kill him or something yeah. like that. That'd be funny. <laughs> um, and then some stuff happens. Uh, Michael Oaf and that turd SJ get in a car accident because they're dancing <laughs> a bust a move by Young MC instead of paying attention to the road. Uh, Michael beats up some gang members, not like it's like a vigilante or anything. Just, just got, just got a white shirt and a football just, helmet. Just guys he knew that were talking nasty about his new mom and new sister. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to go to Ole Miss, just like white mom and vanilla dad. But then he gets accosted by some NCAA investigator. Because Invest- they think it's collusion. because yeah, they, they went to Ole Miss. Yeah, because they're boosters. Yeah, uh, that's the, true. The investigator gets convinced that Michael chose Old Miss under his uh, own volition. So she's up the interrogation lights. Michael excels in college and becomes a first-round draft pick with the Baltimore Ravens. And uh, pictures of the real twoies and Michael's show as a credits roll. The sentimental moment really warms my crotch. <laughs> so the blind side gets four stars out of ten. Hey, so that's good. This has been the Scathing Synopsis. Peace out, Kimosabis. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So I like I li- I like that segment. Yeah, me too. If you like the blind side, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's it's not a bad movie. I just watched it once like 10 years ago, and I was going off of memory. This is a nice movie. Yeah. The other movies we're going to be doing, we don't care if you like them or not. We're <laughs> going to skewer them. I don't care if you like that one or not. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's it's the only movie we're going to do that was actually a nominated Sandra for an Bullock Academy won Award. won an Academy Award yeah, which for that I, movie. Honestly, she wore a blonde wig and talked like a... Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, I don't understand why she did. I don't know why she she should have won for uh, Speed or uh, Force of Nature or while you were sleeping. The the great comedy of errors, like you'd said earlier, the great uh, mistaken communication romp, great holiday movie while you were sleeping. That's a good mm-hmm. movie. That's a good movie. Bill, Bill Pullman's uh, a good actor. Bill Pullman is everybody's favorite nice guy. <laughs> so we're Thanks. gonna t- we're gonna to. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Bill Pullman. That was a good Bill Pullman. He's a nice guy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we're going to get into the world of trading cards. Hanging out around the town with the bad boy crowds. We now return. Going by the mall staircase where we're not allowed. To the Radcast. Only tough guys know how to ride the hot ride scrapeboard. My license plates just came in. The new ones. Yeah. Um, Vanity plates. Yeah, what did it say? Ass man on? big booty burger lover. Oh. I don't know how they fit it all on there, but they did. Yep. I think Pics they- will be up on Instagram if you want to see them. Yep, big booty burger burger lover. Big booty burger lover. Oh, you just got one year, one year tags. Yes, should have gone too. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna be the big booty burger lover next year. Well, sometimes it's just the bed you have to sleep in. I might be the big booty bed sleeper. Ooh, big booty bed sleeper. Hmm. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's me and the big booty bed burger man right now. The- Ming the big booty bed burger man. Ming the burger booty burger man. <laughs> booger Can't man. Find a big booty burger man. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Gosh. Welcome back. So today we're talking about trading cards, and this is going to be kind of just um, we're kind of going to, I guess, not so much be all over the place. Yeah. Kind of all over the place anyway. Well, but trading we, trading cards, 
have been around for at least like baseball cards mm-hmm. have been around since the late 1800s. Yeah, turn almost the turn like of the bubble century, gum cards, pretty much. Yeah, and so pretty much anything with any sort of I don't know marketing behind it, mm-hmm. trading card at least in the 70s, 80s, and mm-hmm. 90s. Like there was a trading card of just about anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you had your standard baseball, hockey, football, then you had Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, but mm-hmm. then you had, like, movies and shows and horror movies mm-hmm. and, like, the WWF had trading cards. Like, yeah. it's just a general, like, it's just a popular form of, it's it's a popular collectible. Yeah, and, and, if, and if anything, I mean, trading cards have always been, I mean, always kind of meant to be collectibles, but yeah. you also, you get parents who, for the most part, especially like in the fifties and sixties and seventies, like who didn't understand the value of these. So you yeah. just, you get a lot of stories of people being like, I had a Mickey Mantle rookie card, but my mom yeah. threw out like all my trading books. cards. Yeah. Is that, I mean, there is, there is no value put on those things until, mm-hmm. you know, you start seeing people sell them and they're graded and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, I think it kind of went through our minds collecting, but I, when it, I, in the intro, I had mentioned, you know, all these properties having trading cards. Yeah. I mean, Marvel had those trading cards, oh, too. Oh, Fleer Ultra, yeah. X-Men trading oh, cards, yeah. and Spider-Man with the ultra-realistic mm-hmm. art it on there. Just, oh, it's just so cool. Our yeah. brother and sister had those. Um, but we are, our card of choice were baseball, hockey, and football. We didn't have yeah. as many football. Right. But, I mean, we had thousands of baseball and hockey cards oh yeah like thousands and we i i know we i guess i kind of thought well maybe i'll sell these one day but i i never really had the heart to do it yeah also i don't know the value of any of them and there's that i can't like i was trying to think about today and i was like what is like the one like the exact reason that we were so drawn to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't nail down one reason. Yeah. Like there's aesthetic. There's the fact that I love those sports. Mm-hmm. Like you're hoping to find something valuable. You play with them. Like yeah. there's just multiple, there's varying reasons for everyone yeah. for collecting trading cards. I liked, I liked the pictures and the action shots. Yeah. I'm also, I'm a stats person. Yeah. I hate math, but I like stats. Yeah. So like, I love just read. I just would read stats and memorize stats, and that's how I judged whether or not this was a good player. And sure. Stuff like that. and you know, of course, you had you know your Gretzky's and Jordans and um, your all your baseball stars and everything like that. But like, I liked looking at the guys where I'm like, who is this? I'm like, whoa, they had like 45 goals wow. in 1975. Yeah, Steve Larmer was great. Yeah. Um, I think I think a lot of people like. They like the sports cards. I think a lot of people liked the like the cards based on like movies and stuff mm-hmm. because unlike sports cards where it gives you an athlete, their name, their team, the back gives you stats. Actual ones from movies like Dick Tracy or Batman or Hook is are they're like little snapshots mm-hmm. into the movie. Yeah, and so that's cool to like look through and you see and if you haven't seen the movie yet to see these scenes you're like oh what's that scene about mm-hmm. what's that scene about and there's usually maybe like a quote from the scene yeah. in there or like you know lost boys we got them on the run mm-hmm. or like you know batman's pursuit of the joker or something yeah. like that it just it creates an excitement and you get a special in some in some cases you get like a special card in each pack and you collect all those special cards and mm-hmm. you build like one big yeah, thing um yugi or 
didn't Yu-Gi-Oh did that, I think. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, one for those of you listening, like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon cards are not our forte. Again, baseball and hockey were the yeah. biggest ones that we collected. But I mean, that's stuff. If anything, if anything, if I got into anything with either of the shows, either was it was the cards because yeah. I know for me, I just. Like I said, I, I liked looking at the pictures. I liked looking at the action shots. Um, I mean, trading card again, I, I, I try to narrow down where that interest came from. I mean, it obviously started looking at Samantha and Andrew's Marvel cards yeah. and stuff like that. But also, that was rooted from liking comic books and yeah. liking the art on comic books and stuff like that. Um, so I think it just came from just liking the sports that we collected cards for. Mm-hmm. And then we also, you had mentioned... Um, it also helped that we would play with them. Yeah. And and some people may be thinking, play with them. I mean, we literally... Like, you set would, aside teams. Yeah. And then we used to put, like, shoe boxes around a perimeter on mm-hmm. the floor of our room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some stadiums, you just keep the shoe boxes because the walls are low. Or yeah. you put up pillow... You put up, like, pillows mm-hmm. to create, like, a green monster type mm-hmm. scenario. Um, and then you would just designate teams or for hockey, you use, like if you had toy nets lying around, you would just use those, use a penny for a puck and you literally just play games play and you just write stats and you keep records and stuff. And it's just a fun way to, it's an additional way to interact with these cards aside from just collecting them and looking at them. Yeah. And, and it was so, it was so much fun to us that I, into my early twenties, would do all the hockey stuff. Like yeah. I would take all my hockey cards. I would make these all-star teams and I would have them, like the all-time blues versus the all-time yeah. Kings. And like, I would designate all, I would, I'd create stats. I create, like, it was so much fun to me. Um, that e, I was still doing it into my twenties and so mm-hmm. into my early twenties. And, uh, I mean, we would make, we would do the announcing. We, it, yeah. it wasn't just a super dry, over here, over here. And so I pass the puck over to the, Oh, what a save. I do. Yeah. And like we would kind of emulate people like announcing. We would just announce, we would just do We would announce the game. Well, it helped with imagination and like yeah. thinking on your feet mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. We used to, we used to make the goal horns. Yeah. And like noises until yeah. like, <laughs> until I like put them all on my iPod and then yeah. I just would press play. Yeah. So that was fun too. Um, but they're also, trading cards are also special because that's like my f- God from like the age of like six or seven till like being a teenager, getting trading cards was a really special thing. Mm-hmm. That was the incentive for doing well in school. That was the incentive for behaving. Yeah. Um, you know, you go into a place at the mall we've mentioned before called TJ's comics and cards, not T no, uh, turn, turn two. two. TJ's TJ, was another TJ's shop. Com- we had a comic and card shop down the street from us, uh, where we used to live until we were n- we just turned 10 and then we moved. Mm-hmm. But um, our first 10 years of life, we lived in a house. And then yeah. our next 14, we lived in another house. Irrelevant. But we lived down the street from a comic and card shop. So making the trek there, like it was next to a grocery store. So after the grocery store, yeah. if we were good, maybe we get to go into yeah. TJ's comics and cards and look at the cards and maybe get, as our mom put, a package of cards. Well, there's something like going in there and look at the wall of yeah. cards and you see all the, you know, you've you see like the tops and the score and, and, and yeah. select and Bowman upper deck. Like you see yep. all the different versions, all the different limp, you know, new releases and yeah. stuff like that. You see the boxes on the wall and there's just the sound of the package. Uh, and yeah. it's like 
do I go with the bottom pack or at the top? Like you're mm-hmm. trying to, you're trying to control the situation, even right. though you don't know what cards are in there. And it's so it's tough to make a choice too, because like I, we got we collected so many that I got to like what I like what I'm looking for, what I liked, and they had pictures of the cards on the side of the box. So like I like how that card oh, looks. Yeah. I like the border on that card. I like mm-hmm. you know it. The thing too aesthetically was like. I didn't like the way, like I liked how upper deck gold reserve was, but I didn't like how, uh, this tops card was. So like I, I would always be looking for, um, you know, just making the, the, that was making the choice was one of the tougher things. Cause like mom's like, okay, one pack. Yeah. Some of them, some of them were lacking in presentation. So like if you had an upper deck gold reserve, Mm -hmm. like in hockey with the, with this awesome aesthetic Mm -hmm. and, most of the like sh- there's like a sheen to all of them yeah or you could have this basic like upper deck paper card know, of the same like in the same year yeah and the pictures are real basic and there's not cool like themed cards or anything yeah. like that yeah um it's just and so those were those were like the go-to gifts mm-hmm. for relatives and for yeah. mom you know we for a little bit there we would get gifts on valentine's our mom would buy us gifts on valentine's day and i remember third grade um cards would come in like these uh mixed like assortment like yeah plastic packages there'd be like three sections um so i remember i got we got one of those mm-hmm. and we got like two or three packs of the the 99 2000 upper deck gold reserve cards had just yeah. come out and they still my like still i want to buy the box of them yeah um but still my favorite looking hockey cards they had some of the coolest action shots come some of the coolest specialty cards mm-hmm. i remember we got those and just i, I always remember that because it was like this is more than a package there's like yeah. a bunch of cards here just yeah. wanting to sit and look through it was right before school yeah so it's like you expect me not to sit and want to look through all of these yeah. like because that's what i want to do is I just want to look it's the through excitement all of, of like did i get you know, you want certain players yeah. and sometimes in a series of cards, you'll have all of them are uniform and in, in their design. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is different is the players, but they'll have different like themed cards. Yeah. You know, like, so like for baseball, you might have a series that has like, Oh, field of vision and mm-hmm. you know, the Alex Rodriguez card in, in that particular pinnacle set is this specialty like it's got a special design on it and and it's got different information on it Mm -hmm. or you'll have like fireballers or like heavy hitters Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and those change it up a bit in aesthetic because for heavy hitters you might have like this steel background Mm or or for um for goalies in hockey you'd have like oh this is the brick walls you know these are like brick wall cards Mm -hmm. and it's a picture of like John Van Beesbrook making a glove save with like a brick wall behind him. Um, or I, I was looking at some today in 1990 and night, the company score their 1990 football cards. They had this series called, um, ground force. Mm -hmm. And so it, it was these cards of these like hot shot running backs it's like barry sanders bo jackson Mm -hmm. and they had like lightning in the background and stuff like that it was always cool to get those because you couldn't get those in every pack yeah so that was part of the excitement Mm -hmm. um something special too i mean i also was also i was on the lookout for cards that i can like use in games 
Like, so, yeah. oh, that's a really cool action shot. Oh, man, he's, he's like, literally mid-swing. And you know, they, he'd, be, he'd make a great yeah. addition to, you know, this team or make a yeah. great... It'd be a, he'd be a cool-looking card to this use. This is a Jeff Bagwell, but he's playing first base. I wish I had him, like, swinging or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I love hockey cards are my favorite ones just because, I mean, it's just – it's a, I, to me, cooler action shots, kind of just a cooler game, no pun intended. Uh, I mean, that was their slogan for a while, coolest game on earth. Yeah. Um, but it was just awesome. You know, I remember that, and I remember one Christmas just getting a bag full of – packs of cards yeah and it's just it was those are some of my fondest memories with trading cards Mm -hmm. and then it just sucks that when i finally you know whenever i did get money i wanted to buy trading cards and then when i finally have a job to where i can buy all the trading cards i want i'm just like what am i going to do with these i think cards and comics are so special to a lot of people Mm -hmm. growing up because Mm -hmm especially people who are collectors because those are some of the first things you collect uh-huh. like like you i mean you can collect rocks mm-hmm. or you can collect stamps um but cards and like comics when you're a kid and you get you know allowance or whatever that's just something that's in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. i think it's also special too especially if you're like a collector now you're like collecting expensive things you mm-hmm. could probably think back to some of the first things you collected and some of the cheapest things were probably trading cards mm-hmm. you know because like i said they're these snapshots into these particular mediums that are just provide like a really special time capsule mm-hmm. for a lot of people yeah i remember those times where i had money to actually like buy a box so like a box mm-hmm. and, and they never were like the complete sets we would frequent the target like like we lost, we we didn't live near a card store anymore. Mm-hmm. We didn't live close to a mall that had card. No malls had card stores. Yeah. Um. Whenever we go to Nashville, would always be like, where are the card stores? So yeah. Like Slamming Sammies. Slamming uh, Sammies. Oh, we got a pack of cards there. I remember that. I but, got a like a Ray Bork Avalanche card in oh. a card protector because that's another thing you could do at card stores is. They have the packs and then they sold single cards. Yeah. And they're usually the cards that either look really cool or they're really valuable. So yeah. they put them in these card protectors and you can buy like single cards. Mm-hmm. And I bought a Ray a Raymond Bork uh Colorado Avalanche card. Yeah. Yeah. It just getting getting boxes was something special too. Like I remember in the Target card section, you had the big long boxes that were like fifty dollars one day i'll yeah. get one of those like, the whole series of yeah. like the tops like tops 2004 yeah like series 12 or whatever yeah so you get that's the you get the whole series like 50 bucks but then okay i, I only have enough for this this box here yeah. but i do remember one time i went to the mall with samantha and like i bought like a complete set with like christmas money yeah of hockey cards yeah um and God, it was so much fun, and because we just sit back there, I just sit back there and look at them. I remember on the way to Nashville once, Grandpa surprised us with these yeah. two boxes of hockey cards. It's that, like some like, guy in his attic. Yeah, like we got that. And there then, wasn't a guy in their attic. Right. I'm saying like in some guy's attic. Yeah, I should have rephrased like, that. They they picked us up because we were going down with it. It was just me and you mm-hmm. that week, and they picked us up and like he 
you know, like Matt, Steve, you know, I got these for you. And like, we opened and like the whole trip down there, we're just looking through the cards. Yeah. And like, it was like 1988 Don Roos, like baseball cards. Uh, that's, that's what that's I got. Some, that's something different. Oh. Um, Cause like we got those while we were in Nashville on oh. the way down to Nashville. It were these like, it was like 95, 96 hockey cards. <sighs> Um, and we just Ooh. were sitting mid nineties onto the late nineties was like wheelhouse for all those mm. cards for me. Um, but pinnacle for the brand pinnacle. Yeah. I actually, it might've actually been a, the 95, 96 pinnacle cards. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember just looking through those. My box was different than yours. Yeah. So like I looked through mine, I looked through yours and like the whole time. And then just throughout I don't know the what week, the draw was of like, cause looking back on it now, like I'm sure when I was a kid, I could, articulately be like oh it's because of this this and this mm-hmm. but like now thinking back it's like all we really did was just look at the pictures but it was just cool to see the different styles of the cards yeah. and different you're things. almost guaranteed in a big box like yeah. that to get something that's cool or yeah. or different yeah and like you said there's action shots they yeah. usually they they'll some some cards will be like action shots there'll be like fun silly mm-hmm. photos um shots of them like in the gym yeah taken from like behind a towel rack I, or whatever i hated those because i was like i can't use these yeah or they're eating spaghetti yeah, or like having those. sex or yeah. you know Whoa. it's like all the different all the different all the different power shots but that those those moments especially think back you're sitting and you're just thumbing through and like yeah. all the different players and all the different it's like i said it's a time capsule yeah, it's a snapshot reading the stat like again my biggest just reading the stats yeah i'll still like every now and then i'll go and like they i think our hockey cards are at andrews um but mm-hmm. I, I can still sit through there and just like look at them and read them and stuff like that and just be reminded of those times we spent pining for hockey cards, pining for yeah. boxes of baseball cards and yeah. all that. And yeah, those 88, 89 complete set of cards or whatever. Yeah. Like, I remember sitting at grandma, grandpa's kitchen table, just looking at those and just mm-hmm. using both of like using those for games. And so, and just a lot, a lot of memories tied up into yeah. hockey and baseball cards. Yeah. And so needless to say, our kind of like we said before, we have more to say about baseball, hockey, and mm-hmm. football, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, anyone listening would probably have more to say about Pokemon than they do mm-hmm. sports or Desert Storm trading cards. Which we did. Well, no, we got like War in Afghanistan trading <laughs> cards. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember if that was a gag gift or no, someone was, was trying to raise awareness or what. Yeah. Um, I think it was Amanda knowing we like trading cards. Oh, but right. Yeah. Whatever. It was a Christmas gift. It was yeah. nice. So what, to you, what were some of the other ones that you were interested in, like, when you were a kid? Like trading cards? Yeah. I liked, so when we went, when we would go to Phil's in his closet. Our buddy Phil. Our buddy Phil, in uh, his closet in the basement, they had Star Wars trading cards down there. Um, And I liked looking through those. Those were different because I was so used to, kind of like I said before, I was so used to player, name, turn and back, stats. Mm -hmm. These were like scenes from the movie. Yeah. So I think it didn't have as much appeal to me, but I like right. Star Wars. So I just, and they were cards. Yeah. So I looked through the, at Jake's house. I remember numerous times asking to, for him to get his cards out of his closet. Mm-hmm. And so I could look at them and see who he had. And a couple of times yeah. being like, can I have this? And he'd be like, no. It I'm is. Like, okay. It is cool to go to like an antique shop 
yeah. and find the booth with like cards and stuff in yeah. it. And you see like these old like boxes with packs in them mm-hmm. of one time we saw hook yeah. trading cards, Dick Tracy, Dick Tracy Batman, Batman, GI Joe. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at some today and there's like horror movie ones. Yeah. Like legit, like not like animated. Oh, Jason Voorhees, but like, some of the most disturbing horror movies had yeah. trading cards. It's it's, it's so strange. They're collectible. It's for yeah. it. There's there's no age limit on mm-hmm. those. Yeah, and it's just it's into that human part of the brain that collects things. Yeah. Um. You, I mean, again, like you said earlier, you can apply it to anything. Yeah. Stamps. Oh yeah. People. I think even the oh. Simpsons kind of made fun of that when I think they were at the comic book shop and there were biblical trading cards. Yeah. For, and Nelson's like, a Methuselah rookie card. Yeah. Uh, which there are biblical trading right. cards. Yeah. yeah. Christian power cards. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. T- the answer to Pokemon cards. Yeah. Um, wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just... Everyone can relate to going into a card store. Mm-hmm. Which, whatever cards you purchase, whatever cards you're interested in, whether it be sports cards or, or other kinds of cards, everyone can relate to going in to a card store and like seeing them mm-hmm. this everyone can relate to the way packs felt and mm-hmm. the excitement when you open it yeah you know this could be the day that i get that valuable card or yeah. that card that i've been looking for just cool cards yeah exactly and just and getting just flip through and look at the pictures and, and look at the designs and it's just they're cool little memories yeah and um, so even if you didn't even if you can't relate to us on our memories the memory as a whole of mm-hmm. collecting trading cards, I think, is really relatable for a lot of people. Yeah. I still go on eBay and look at boxes of cards and I'm like I still think about it. Like if I like if I go to antique shops now and I see like a box of you know, a full set mm-hmm. of like tops baseball cards, yeah. I'm like, Ugh, I wouldn't do anything with these. Like yeah. they would just be sitting in my room. Yeah. That's and I mean that's the thing. Like, because I'm like, oh, well, I'll buy these and I'll start doing hockey games again. It's like you're almost 30 yeah. and like you already have enough stuff. This podcast and, and Proper Gentleman, yeah. they keep me busy. So It's like, exciting. Just It would just be exciting to see who I got. Be like, right. oh, Deion Sanders. Yeah. But oh, it, Don Mattingly. Yeah. You know? it's. I mean, it's just cool to look at them. If someone else has them, I'll just look at them. Billy Martin, look at Reggie Jackson's butt. Yeah, screaming, but yeah, out of ecstasy. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but uh, one <laughs> one thing we used to do um, is we would get packs of cards, and me and you we'd sit back to back, and we oh, we tra- yeah. we would. I'd hand you my pack, you'd hand me your pack. Yeah, and, and I remember we'd that. We'd each take turns, and I'd open it up, and we'd be like, <gasps> Yeah, you'd have to like yeah, the like, other person. You'd have to gauge what how good the card you got was by that person's reaction. Yeah, so if you didn't hear anything for a long time, you're like, oh shit, I got a bad there's, there's pack. Only, there's only I got 10, a bum pack. There's only 10, in, 10 20 in here. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, and we go, <gasps> yeah. Like, there's a really, really yeah. good one. Um, <laughs> sometimes if you want to be a dick, you could go, <gasps> <laughs> and you're going, you're like, what card are you talking about? It's like, oh, I was talking about that Tyson Nash. Just uh, screw off. Tyson Nash sitting on the bench saying, looking at the coach like, when is it my turn? Yeah, exactly. Um, Tyson Nash was a NHL hockey player. Yeah, he played for the Blues for a number of years. Yeah. Uh, and He's then, no Hall of Famer. No. But uh, one of the things, too, is just I always judged 
what pack I wanted by how many cards were in there. Yeah. So every now some and then. Some packs had like six. Some packs you, had like 15. You'd, you'd get um, like 10 and 20 are the ones I wanted. Yeah. Uh, you'd get some to where it, it's a pack that looks like it has 10 or 20 in there, but yeah. there's only five because the cards are so thick. Well, like and there's cardboard. like white cardboard in there. There's yeah. like two checklists in yeah. there. It's like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, and then, or you'd get, sometimes you get like almost the novelty trading card mm-hmm. to where it's like a, I don't know the measurements. I don't, I don't <laughs> I like know. four by six almost. I don't, I don't know. know, but you could buy one of those yeah. and you get, you get like a pack of like four. Of I remember those. the best card I ever got, like that I didn't buy singularly that I got from a pack that I bought mm-hmm. was a Barry Bonds game worn Jersey card. Yeah. And it's probably not worth much because there's a little, that's kind of bendy at the, yeah. at the corners are, like very, very, very slightly bent, but mm-hmm. it's not mint condition. Right. But I remember getting that thinking, I'm going to be rich. Yeah, like game-worn cards. Because it's not so. just a game-worn jersey card. It's a Barry Bonds game-worn and, and jersey those, card. I got a Bobby Abreu game-worn yeah. jersey card once, which I don't know where it is. Yeah. Sports card fans and Pokemon card fans and like Yu-Gi-Oh! and stuff, they can relate on the fact that holographic cards are the coolest. They are the coolest. I mean, that goes into those specialty cards. You know, I could get a Yamir Yager regular card, but then I'll get a Yamir Yager like specialty holographic card. I'm yeah. like, that's that's the one I like. Yeah, I mean, like, he's he's wearing like the the mid to late '90s Penguins um, like robotic looking jersey. Oh yeah, I saw Just, one where it was a '96 Pinnacle like gold medallion, mm. and it was him with this beautiful mullet with the Penguins jersey with the yellow lettering going down yeah. like diagonally. Yeah, I was like, ah. I loved getting the, the cards. Jofa helmet. I love getting the cards too, to where it's like the guy who only played one year on that team, like an Ed, Ed Belfour, San Jose Sharks. But um, he has, he still has his. Blackhawks Black mask, stuff. yeah. Blackhawks pads, or like uh, John. You mentioned John Van Beesbrook, like play like a Flyers card. Yeah, uh, like these guys, uh, Gary Sheffield for the Marlins. Uh, he was there a couple years, yeah. but like uh, Mike Piazza for the Marlins. Yeah, he played for like two weeks. Yeah, like somebody who like was there long enough to have a card made of them. Um, but I, I just like that. That was really cool to me because I'm like, oh, they only played like. They only played like six months for this team. The one example of so those baseball and hockey cards are examples of cards that are timeless, mm-hmm. but there definitely were cards that came out that are very much of their time. Yeah, and like you look back and you wonder how how were these popular? Like yeah. um, garbage pail kids. Yeah, garbage pail kids. Um, like some of those are just just absurdly disgusting yeah and they're children depicted yeah and like the i mean they're they're cartoons right but you have like up chuck yeah and like reese's pieces yeah it's it's like (laughs) it's like they're they're ridiculous and they're silly and there's no reason to get offended by them Mm -hmm. but it's just just i i wouldn't necessarily decline if someone wanted to give me a holographic upchuck card right but it's just it's so it's just so funny the things that were trends yeah at one point in oh time. yeah yeah it's i mean and you use the popular medium yeah like trading cards yeah they're like let's just let's just throw this out there and it caught an audience and they made a movie mm-hmm. and now those are very sought after those are true things that yeah he just said 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it's trading card. I mean, it, they were a huge part of our life. Mm-hmm. Like for, again, like I said, like until I was maybe like junior high when I really started getting into like wrestling and wrestling. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that like you can't like wrestling, like trading cards. Yeah. I just like, I wanted to spend my money on wrestling stuff. Um, so any money I got went towards wrestling mm. things. Yeah. So it wasn't trading cards anymore. Right. Um, but just those trips to the mall going into turn two, those trips, yeah. to TJ's comics and cards, um, just collecting cards. Yeah. Just an having e- cards. An example of something, <clears throat> cause we were talking about aesthetic and the mm-hmm. cool, like specialty cards, Coca-Cola in 94 put out monsters of the gridiron yeah. for uh, NFL. Look up some of these cards because they're like players basically for each team. Mm-hmm. And they're, it looks like they're, they're like heroes or villains and they're like live action. Like they took these peri- players and dressed them up in like stupid outfits. Yeah. Like Jesse Tuggle is tarantula and he's got tarantula arms and he looks ridiculous. And, uh, you know, uh, Emmett Smith was Lone Star Sheriff. And it looks like he has pieces of cardboard. It's like, like Ronnie Lott is a snake. Is a cobra. Rat, the Rattler. The, oh, the Rattler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve Atwater is the bandit. And this, these are like the dumbest looking costumes. Junior Seau is... I can't tell what he is. He looks like a robot. Yeah, <laughs> his name is Stealth. Yeah. But some of these, like... So Tom Rathman of the 49ers is psycho, but it looks like they just tore his jersey up a little bit and put some dirt on his helmet. Yeah. Then you've got Ronnie Lott, who's like a full-on snake. It's like some of these some of these are, are more inventive than others. Randall Cunningham looks like one of the knights who say knee, but he's yeah. the rocket man. They're supposed to dress him like a rocket. Marshall Falk has his face painted. He's supposed yeah. to be the missile. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if, if anyone... Whoever's listening, go look up Coca-Cola, Monsters of the Gridiron. Oh, why'd you do that to Derek Thomas? You made yeah. him look like a cowardly lion. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, but that's def- that's so 90s. That's yeah. so of its time. Oh, yeah. And it's cool to just see who they picked and then what sort of hero and or villain or monster or whatever they did. So just that that's on the topic of aesthetic and very much yeah. of their time and something that's a cool little... Uh, it's a cool little look into that time period, and mm-hmm. and it's something different that they did. Yeah, not to mention Sports Illustrated for Kids has those tear-out pages where yeah. they had, like, cards. Mm-hmm. They were, like, I didn't use those. Like, yeah. I I had a special section in my car or on my dresser that I would kind of have them. i just throw them away. Right. Like, oh, well, that's pretty cool, but whatever. Or, like, the um, the D.A.R.E. cards. Or <laughs> like, we get... Uh, I mean, this I'm person's sure, strung sure. out on drugs. Not like dare, but like the, we got like the Cardinals dare oh, cards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I'm Cardinals sure were, players. Yeah, I'm sure there were out. cards with the the dare lion on there, yeah. acting things out. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm sure every state had who did dare, who did some sort of like something like that. You had your team, yeah, affiliated with it somehow, and the cards right. were released and. Again, again, like these tear out pages, of like blues players, and yeah, it's it's just it's stuff. So I'm like, okay, that's cool as like a card collector. But again, it came back down to I can't use these. Yeah, I think at some point, everyone collected trading cards of some type. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, new kids on the block had trading cards yeah. and like there's for for whatever you liked. There's trade that, and that's that's another unifying. Ex- that's it's a unifying mm-hmm. experience. So this is like anyone here can be like, oh, I didn't collect sports or Pokemon or anything, but I did have an interest in this, and they had trading mm-hmm. cards for that. Yeah. So because it was good, they had trading cards for like everything. Yeah. Because now everyone can relate to that feeling of getting a pack of cards or yeah. seeing what the cards had on yeah. them. Uh, if there was a box of trading cards. To where, like, I know you'd be like, what am I going to use these for? But if you impulsively bought them and you you click checkout and everything and, and or you're at, like, a, a card store and they have this oh, box of trading cards, like, you, you can't help yourself but buy them. What do you think those would be? Uh, it'd either be 99-2000 Gold Reserve, mm-hmm. Upper Deck Gold Reserve in hockey, or the 1999 uh, Upper Deck MVP for baseball yeah that's what i would get what i like too was you'd get baseball and hockey sharing the card design yeah and then you so yeah you'd get a really cool looking upper deck mvp mark mcguire mm-hmm. and then you get a really cool looking upper deck mvp uh martin brodeur yeah and they have the same design and style yeah. and everything i yeah. really like same thing with i mean why they just recycle it which mm-hmm. i mean why not yeah um i think for me the gold reserve, um, the MVP. There's also a victory, um, the 99-2000 victory pack. You can probably look it up if you if you if you oh, see the design on there, you'd be like, yeah. Um, but upper deck and tops were kind of the two that we got. Is it baseball or hockey? Hockey. I if if I had a chance if I had the chance to buy a box of cards now I'm I'm always going hockey. I they they've just they were the coolest cards oh, to me. Yeah. Yeah. Can I see the picture? Yeah, I remember Ultimate Victory. Yeah. You see that, like Chelios and David Leguan yep. and Bobby yep. Orr was on so the front. Those, yeah, I remember um, those. And uh Dang, those were awesome. Like, yeah, here's a specialty one, Hockey Legacy and it's Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. So that was one of those themed cards that I, I was put talking the about. Two thousand Ooh, those. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, that one, that yeah, one, like that. Sorry, that. I wish this was a visual podcast. Yeah, the, but I'll we'll throw pictures up yeah. of like the ones that we. Oh, that I forgot about victory. Like, These were sweet. Those victory ones that yeah. I'm talking about. Um, and hell the, yeah, yeah. So that that I'd probably buy a box of those, but I I I'm go gold res- the gold reserve ones all the way. Yeah. Um, and we keep saying gold reserve. Like that was the kind of upper deck it was, but it also, you would get either a whole pack or every now and then you get a pack and it was, it had this uh, shine on it. Yeah. So you, I, I remember having a, um, who was it? Mike Some, Richter. No, well, I had a Mike Richter where he was wearing the white Liberty jersey. Yeah. And I was, I try stupidly traded it to Andrew for something, but it was a, uh, you, sometimes you get the same player, the same card. Just one of them had the the regular background. One of them had the shiny background. Yeah. So that was always cool. One more thing before we hit another break here. So the pinnacle, no pun. Oh, I don't care. Pun. Um, (laughs) but like the ultimate for us was looking at Andrew's hockey cards. Our brother Andrew. Yeah, our brother Andrew. So yeah. he inherited some from our Uncle Scott, and then also he put in what he had built up mm. as far as hockey cards go. Um, 
but we, I remember wanting so badly to always look at those and always kind of being afraid to ask because the answer was almost always no. Mm. Um, but every now and then he'd let us look at them. Every now and then he would even say, if you can slam dunk on the basketball hoop, yeah. this is an eight-year-old he's he, telling he had a dunk. He had a large collection yeah. of hockey cards. And like diversified hockey cards. Very diversified too. variants. Like, yeah. so, like who knows how many valuable ones were in there. Yeah. Like it's... But, it was it was just awesome, yeah, and like, for us who like loved those growing up, yeah. like that was the that was the treasure. Like yeah. to just look at those. Yeah, it's like if you can beat me on Sega, or if you can slam dunk on the basketball hoop, or you can do this or that. You guys can have my hockey cards. He's putting up these challenges. He knows he can yeah. win. But uh, a few years ago, he was like, "You guys can have those." I'm like, "Really? Now I can have them?" Yeah, um, when I don't have any interest. Yeah, but going back through looking at those was was awesome like yeah. i i they they were so and like he had so yeah. many that you could barely move them yeah like to take them out and look at them but i don't know it's just looking at andrew's hockey cards was cool mm-hmm. organizing hockey cards was fun for me yeah. too yeah um but i mean that's again kind of all over the place but you know just talking about trading cards i know for some of you collectors out there maybe started listening hoping maybe we get into specifics or history but i mean it's we just talked about our experience with trading cards, what yeah. they meant to us. It's all over the place, much like trading cards get all, Could over, be the place. all over the place. And the, the types of trading cards are all over the place as well. Yeah. So, I mean, for those of you out there who are interested and still who still think upon and look at trading cards, I mean, just Google image, search some of your favorites, and you can just walk down memory lane and just look, just look at pictures for hours and hours of trading cards. Or you can just don't worry about it. But, yeah, uh, go get back to work. Yeah, but those were our experience with trading cards. I also, before we go to break, want to mention my favorite Instagram page, Baseball Card Vandals. Yes, which we found like in 2014, and they when they just had a website, and I remember being on there for hours. Pretty much, it's these two artists who take baseball cards and any any type of trading yeah. card, and they take just with a sharpie edit them in a way and uh, like edit the lettering to say something or edit the way a player looks. And uh, they are hysterical. Yeah. Like really fun. And I'm really like, they vandalize the car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And on their website, it originally was you, they would have, you know, they'd have their card up there and then a funny caption. And sometimes the captions funnier than the card. Yeah. And then when I got Instagram, I found they had an Instagram. It's, it's still my favorite Instagram page. Yeah. I'll scroll through there and almost every week, like they'll, they'll update every day. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll have a couple posts a day and almost every time I'm just laughing out loud yeah. at some of them because they're so clever and they're yep. so funny. So if they ever hear this baseball card vandals, we're giving you a shout out. They, Give me a free shirt. Yeah, I their shirts are awesome. Yeah, um, but like my that's my favorite Instagram page. I love baseball card vandals because like I had some of those cards yeah. too, and it's just fun to be like I had that card and just laugh at it. But we're gonna take another quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna round out the show. So we'll be right back here on the Radcast. Each episode will be surrounded by the sinister, 
scary. It might even horrify. So lock your doors and turn down the lights and be prepared to be scared on the Radcast. Well, we've warned you. So that uh, that promo played again, the Halloween one. Uh, for those of you that missed it last week, um, we, oh yeah, we, uh, coming back from break. Yeah, so we uh, we ran a promo. We're gonna until uh, until the end of September. We're gonna run our promo for our five weeks of fright. Yeah. We're gonna do five Halloween centric episodes. Do you think? Do you want to reveal to the listeners what the first episode's gonna be? Not yet. I really want to. Not yet. What are you waiting for? I'm waiting for not yet. Okay. Well, Tool. Tool put out a new album they today. They did put out a new album. Yeah. I listened to half of it, and it was kind of boring. Yeah. Like, music, like, the actual musicianship, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it's Tool. Mm-hmm. And then it's obviously, it's Maynard singing. Yeah. But, like... There's no variation in the vocals. Yeah. It just kind of stays real, like in one spot. Mm-hmm. Like there's no crescendos and there's no fluctuation. Like there's no fluctuation. You know, there's no there's no hook. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it that's and Tool has always been a very progressive, like yeah. very musically centered, mm-hmm. um, challenging mm-hmm. band. And so yeah, they're not always gonna have a hook, but they do have songs that are like you know, have changes in them. And a lot of, I mean, a lot of their hits, even though if they're still seven, eight, nine minute songs, they yeah. still have a hook in there. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of those songs on here, but like the vocals never go anywhere. Like yeah. they kind of stay in the same spot. Well, that's, that's frustrating. It, I was, I was, I was like, I kept listening and I sat there and I was like, I don't like saying this, but this is kind of boring. Yeah. Like I'll this just, kind of each song is kind of the same thing the whole time. I'll just stick with Enema. Yep. And a more ladderless undertow. Yeah. Uh, so some of the earlier stuff, just stick with that. Yep. Perfect circle. Stick with exactly. I'm on. not one of those people that's like, this sucks because it doesn't sound like their older stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to listen to their older stuff if I don't yeah. like the newer stuff. Yeah. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And that's just the cookie, the way that crumbles. Bring the milk. Bring the noise. So thank you for listening to the Radcast, everybody. Um, hope you enjoy. Again, stay tuned for those five weeks of Friday. Yes, also stay tuned. We that. got a couple special episodes. We got a, yeah. got a kind of a special Radcast very uh, special event episode coming up mm-hmm. here. It's very, very special. Yeah, so it's going to be really cool. We're going to be doing something with a very, very good friend of ours. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's something we're excited for. Very excited. It's something yeah. that we're happy to help him out with a. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of a cross promotional yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's going to be like a cross promotional thing. So keep your ears out, keep your eyes out. We will be posting about it mm-hmm. uh, in. Eventually, yeah. I almost forgot the word. Um, we'll be posting about it here very, very soon, but that's happening in the next couple weeks. Again, thank you for listening. As always, take care of yourselves and take care of one another because why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.